0: Hello and welcome to the FM podcast. I'm Jen Fritz and I run Fritz Media, a music publicity and digital marketing firm located in Vancouver, Canada. And this is episode number 12 of the podcast. So social media is something that most musicians struggle with, both on the organic side, that is just creating content for all of their social media channels each week, and of course, on the social advertising side. That one can be a little difficult to do if you don't know what the heck you're doing. It's something that we see our clients struggle with here at Fritz Media, which is why we added additional services last year, including social media strategy and digital advertising. And joining me on the show today is one of our very own digital strategists here at Fritz Media, Phoenix Bain. Now, Phoenix has over eight years of experience in digital ads management, social media marketing, email marketing, event planning and execution, and grant writing in the uh, nonprofit and for-profit sector. She's been an incredible addition to the Fritz Media team, uh, creating amazing social media strategy and advertising plans for our clients. We love her over here. She's so much fun. We had a really fun chat and we definitely got off course a few times, but uh, that's probably to be expected when it's someone that you work with and you know and you're used to talking to a lot. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. Here's my conversation with Phoenix Bain. Well, hello Phoenix. How you doing?
1: Hey Jen. Doing pretty good. Can't complain.
0: Well I mean you can if you want I don't I don't <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care
1: <laughs> I was trying to keep it positive you know
0: <laughs> yeah I know
1: yeah yeah no uh, things are going good. Sun's shining over here in Victoria so feels 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 a little bit of a reprieve from yeah. rain and all the covid and the stuff so <laughs>
0: and just life in
1: general <laughs> just life you know. <laughs> just just could use a little sunshine just everything yeah
0: (laughs) no i feel you it's i felt that way too because it's this is when the sun comes out at this time of year you're just like oh my god i feel like i'm
1: alive again and you're like (laughs) was winter eight months long like was i inside that whole time it's very it's very startling i'm excited but um i I was like, I think I've been in winter since last March. I couldn't even. Think
0: uh, yeah. of that. Who knows? Nobody knows, knows? anymore. No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no one knows the day, the time. No, no we, we, we don't irrelevant. know anything. They're irrelevant.
0: Doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, so uh, full disclosure you and I work together. You are a digital strategist for Fritz Media, and you, you work on social strategy and social advertising campaigns for our clients, and you also work with our good buddy, Danielle, over at the uh, social circle. Oh, yeah. So so how did you get here? Uh, just wondering, uh, what did you do before all of this? What led you to here?
1: Well, yes. uh, it all starts. Um, <laughs> I moved to Victoria probably 11 years ago now. And ever since I could remember, I wanted to figure out how to work in music. So I got involved with college radio because that seemed like the easiest way to just kind of get in and get my feet wet. And so from there, um, I was working in college radio, got involved with that kind of scene music distribution and that kind of thing, had some great mentors there. And then I ended up getting involved in event planning. I started doing, um there were these two women that owned this like really cool music promotion company. I just thought they were like the these knees. <laughs> and so i just did everything i volunteered at every merch booth and i was doing everybody's merch everybody's show and just trying to find my way to get in, and I ended up learning how to book artists, and so that was really cool. And uh, I did that for a number of years on my own with my own companies with festivals. So I've done booking for Rifflandia Festival here in Victoria, is probably the biggest, uh, maybe most recognizable one. But I've done a lot of different curation uh, for the City of Victoria and a number of different folks, and. Somewhere in there, uh, I landed at Do250, which is a really cool kind of like arts and culture lifestyle company. The kind of theme is that everybody who works there just, you know, they do stuff. We know what's going on. And so it was really, really awesome opportunity. I And so that was just my foray right into digital marketing. And I had, again, a number of great mentors and just figured it out as I went. And um, so that was about five years ago now. And so now I've just kind of had the opportunity to work with a number of local artists, whether it's with digital marketing campaigns, or whether it's with grant writing and just I own my own production company with um, business partner now. And so I'm just kind of a little bit of everywhere in the industry. Right. But I, I guess I did the thing I wanted to do, which is I get to work with musicians, and I get to work in music, which was the dream from the start. Yeah, so it's kind of a roundabout way to get there but I landed.
0: I mean, that's how it goes sometimes. My journey was kind of roundabout like that too. Like I, I wanted to work in music, but I started in radio and then I was just like, you know, I really want to work in music. I think that everybody that works in this industry just was like they don't know really what they want to do. They're just like, I just want to work in music. <laughs>
1: Uh, Totally. And it's funny because for a while, I don't think people knew what I did for a living. People were like, I see you everywhere. What do you do? And I was like, music, because sometimes you just land in all these different piles, because it can mean PR, it can mean digital marketing and social strategy, it can mean music promotion. But I think to the outside layperson, it's just all... It's just magic. Yeah. Right?
0: So... <laughs> well, and I mean, I mean, and even when you have a title, some people still don't really understand what you do oh, also. <laughs> oh, yes.
1: Including my mother. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mostly my mother, I think. is My yeah. mom is... I, I still don't think she fully understands what I do. <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness. I remember telling my dad uh, a few years back, I was a venue manager for the Conservatory of Music here. And I was like, yeah, I'm a venue manager. And I do... So I do, you know, um, my technical title is house manager. And I was kind of trying to say the most obvious things, you know, helping the band set up and making sure the show runs smoothly. He told everyone I planned weddings. <laughs> he was like, I think she plans weddings. Those are events. Yes, weddings. So that's, you know, it just kind of went the other way. And I just kind of agreed. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I dabble. Sure, sure. <laughs> <dad>. if, <laughs> if that's everybody.
0: what I do. Sure.
1: So. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. I, I've I've given up with the job title. I usually try my best to describe what I do rather than bother with it or I make up my own to try to be to try to better describe to people what I'm up to.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's totally me. I have it down like in a real quick tagline now if anybody wants to know. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've gotta yeah. get to where you are. I'm almost there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it took me a, a lot of years though. So so the theme of our show this week is social strategy and advertising for musicians, you know, since this is basically what you do for free. Fritz Media clients. And I thought, you know, you're an obvious choice for the episode. And also, you know, great for us to just talk about all of the great services we offer. Right. <laughs> it's a win-win, Phoenix. Win-win for everyone. <laughs> so I thought I'd uh, start off with the social media strategy side of things, because this is definitely something that most musicians struggle with. I know we we certainly see it with our yes. clients. So why don't you yes. start with a, a kind of overview of what our social strategy package kind of entails for clients?
1: Yeah. So what we start with doing is we start by getting an overview of the client themselves. So what have they got going on already? What are the favorite channels they like to be on? Um, How would they describe their voice on those channels? Who are some of the artists they look up to? What do they sound like? Just to get a sense of where they're at, one in their social media journey, just to get a sense of their brand as an artist, so to speak. So we walk through that with them. And then once we get a really good sense of which platforms will work best for them and where they should be and what what that will look like, we set up a strategy. So what that looks like for them is we set up the best channels for them. So we schedule out how many posts you should be doing a week, what your content should generally look like. We figure out for them exactly what it is they should be doing on their channels to make them successful. That doesn't mean we speak for them. That's right. So I think what what a lot of artists maybe think about a social media manager, they're like, oh, great, someone will just post for me and write all my content. And I'll just get to sit back and see the followers come in or watch my Spotify listens go up. And that's not how it is. It's really really a partnership. So what we do is we try to just help the artist amplify what they already have Mm -hmm. and the voice that they're working with. So the idea is to really drive that authenticity for the artist. But where we come in is we are the experts when it comes to what works best on the platform, what you can expect to see from the platform, what are some realistic expectations, what you should be looking for with analytics, what works best for you. Um, We kind of help guide that process. So we set up a really, um, easy, like a, it's like a fancy spreadsheet.
0: Yeah. Really. Uh, Airtable. We use Airtable, people.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're using Airtable. We set up a real fancy Airtable and we communicate with the artists. We set up, uh, like, quite literally a schedule, a day to day, a week to week, what that looks like for a month. And then artists fill in their copy, which is the caption on your social media post. And we help them craft it for the platform. And then each month we sit down with them and discuss that strategy. So the artist is a really integral part of that process every step of the way. We'll never ever, I'm I'm not here to tell you how to be you right, That's like, right. Um, yeah. but we will also you know if you're if your're singles coming out or albums coming out we can walk you through a really successful process to make sure that it's the best it can be and it's something that you can take with you right so if you work with us for a month two months three months whatever it is it's something that you can learn and take with you so if you decide to go on and do it yourself or hire another person you know what that looks like and you know what to expect and you get a better sense of what works best for your audience you get a better sense of how to talk to your audience how to engage with your audience what they like to see from you and that kind of content.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think that when we developed um, the social strategy package, it was developed to be sort of a, this is something that you not that they were here to educate them, but more like, this is information that you can take with you with the idea that when we're done, you can now do this on your own, because you obviously are not going to be able to hire us. You know, twelve months of the year. Uh, we wish you could, but I understand that uh, <laughs> yeah. you are musicians, uh, so I know, we know how that how works. The budgets work, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just here is some knowledge. Here is how you can do it on your own when you're done, and also it's not a social media management package we no. we always have this talk with people uh before they when they want to hire us and they're like oh we just want to hire someone to do it for us that is not what we do
1: That's not what we do and i also wouldn't recommend it you know like especially for indie artists starting out just- being connected with your audience is so, so, so important. And having that connection and, and understanding who you are as a musician and where you want to go, and what your goals are, and having that control of your brand is a really important piece. And so it's something that you need to get comfortable with. I don't care how uncool you think social <laughs> media is. It's, it's really a fantastic tool to connect directly with your fan base, especially because touring is not an yeah. option at the moment. So I think it's just a way to help people become more familiar with it, and more comfortable with it, and you know, we always provide suggestions on easier ways to schedule, maybe, or you know, platforms you can use, like Buffer, yeah. for example, as like something you can use. We'll always, you know, we're not just going to leave you without advice. But we definitely, are, we're not writing for you. We're not ta- we're not picking, we're not taking photos for you. You know what I mean? Like we're we're yeah, we're we're taking what you have and just making it just. Freshen it up for you, making it great, teaching you how to do it. And, yeah. Um, do it really well. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly
0: it. I mean, you can't write the same post uh, on Twitter that you can on Facebook, that you can on Instagram, yeah. or nor are you going to, you know create video content for tiktok and then use it on twitter i mean unless it blows up you can yeah. but i mean unless you're little Nas X,
1: then you know yeah yeah
0: well i mean you can do whatever you want yeah,
1: you're little, very true. <laughs> um, I, uh, i'll digress because i will go off but um <laughs> from little Nas X. but yeah i think it's like also important i think a lot of people you know they they're like oh i don't understand you know what these different platforms are for like why should i be on instagram or why should i be on facebook or whatever it is and there there's a reason for for each one there's a reason you should be on Facebook there's a reason that I honestly do think musicians should be on Twitter even if they're just you know I'm like I'm like
0: I'm (laughs) like 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 so excited (laughs) because I fight with them every day I I
1: mean yeah just like just go on Twitter (laughs) Yeah. Twitter is your PR haven. It's a place where you can meet bloggers, journalists, like anybody that's talking about you that you probably want to meet is, is on Twitter. Um, and so that's where the professionals are. And so I think Twitter is a really awesome thing. It's not something you have to pay a ton of attention to either. It's, it's something that you can, um, really set up a, Kind of an easy strategy but like you know an easier way to so you're not spending your entire day scrolling through tweets um it's not and, yeah it's and, not
0: hard i mean no. honestly even if you just like like i tell our artists just set up your notifications so that you know when somebody is tweeting about you like at, yeah, at the totally. very least that is something simple because if you're not engaging with that You know, somebody tweeted about you and you don't engage with it, or you engage with it six days later. You know,
1: it's Twitter, Twitter's fast. You react right away. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And especially for indie artists starting out, this is a great place to start um, really paying attention to these articles that you're getting because everything is important at this stage, right? Everything matters to really build you up because you're building yourself up piece by piece by piece. And that's the same thing with something like TikTok. It's like, should I be on TikTok? Well, you know, you do have to find your niche on TikTok. You can't just go in there and
2: you know, post videos videos,
1: and, you know, and just hope it works. You do have to do a little bit of searching, which is something we help you with
0: that is right.
1: um, here at but it, it's about finding that really specific space, but it's such an incredible tool for artists and you, and Instagram is a great place for artists and sometimes it's like, it's just about finding what works on each platform and then getting into that habit of like, okay, so this is going on. What can I do on Twitter? What can I do on Facebook? What can I do on Instagram? and how can you split up that content? And once you start getting into the habit of it, it becomes a lot easier to really plan out what you're doing and, and get that uh, really working for you rather than feeling like it's a slog every time you're like, oh, I haven't posted on Instagram, you know, I got to come up with something. But the, the the system that we use gets you in the habit of looking 10 14 days in advance thinking about you know your campaigns thinking about your singles thinking about what you're up to just as a person you know because again authenticity is key it's not all about promotion so what are you who who are you like aside from music what are your who interests are you? do you have who <laughs> are you really sit with yourself and ask you like Light some candles just really get into it you know but <laughs> but it's true. Like, I think people like when you look at artists, um, Instagrams, unless they're really famous, obviously, there's more to it than just, you know, we released a single. Here's us singing. This is an album. You know, they've got they're real people musicians are real people is what I'm trying to say there and so you want to talk to your fans like you're a real person and engage with them like you're a real person and and show that to them
0: yeah let let your authenticity shine through (laughs) show them who you are that's more like I feel like when when artists think of social media they think like they have to sell themselves do you know what I mean Yeah. and
1: yeah I hear you Yeah. and I'm like
0: there's there's a way that you can kind of do both right that you can you know, you know. Tell people you have a new single coming out, but say it in a different way every time, or approach yeah. it in a different way every time.
1: You know. Oh yeah, it's definitely a balance, and like I think people, um, th- I think they're like, oh, it has to be so serious, it's so official. But if you're if you're a fun, funny person. No, it doesn't. It has to be you. So if you're telling people about your single, but you're also posting like hilarious, so I don't, I don't know. My example isn't very good. I'm going to go with hilarious selfies or something in between, you know, like you can keep that tone the same while still promoting. Because it's still coming from you. You still made that single. You still made that record. You're still proud of it. And you can talk about it in whatever way that makes you feel comfortable. You don't have to switch voices every time you have to. You're like, oh, it's promotion time. Got to turn on Serious Promotion Guy and and go from there. You can really um, own your language and use it to your advantage for all of your socials.
0: All right, so uh, we're going to move on from social strategy and go to advertising um, because social media advertising is a a whole other thing completely. Um, We do digital ad campaigns for our clients. Uh, It's definitely something that most artists need help on. (laughs) There's very few that I meet that do not. (laughs) Um, Yep. you know, as you mentioned, we create ad plans for Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, whatever they need. Obviously, each campaign is different. But what I've, I think that we've seen is a lot of clients struggle with the understanding of digital ads. So I think that what I want to do here is uh, highlight how important it is for artists to educate themselves on the service just a little bit before they approach a company And want to hire them for a service. What what do you think about that, Phoenix? I think that's great.
1: Um, (laughs) Mostly because when we start to work with a digital ad client, we're not – we're there to run campaigns, not teach someone digital marketing, like digital ads. So, like, I – if you hired us, we're not, we're just, we're going to ask you a series of technical information to get us set up on your platform, whether it's Facebook or with Google ads, which is YouTube. And then we're going to roll with it. And, you know, we obviously explain our strategy, and we obviously run you through how it's going to look and budget, but we're not there to actually educate on the platform. And so what I think is really important for artists to understand, and honestly, like Facebook Blueprint is free. They have really quick videos, and I would recommend just doing a quick one on very basic analytics, so that when you go in, well, one, sorry, let me just backtrack that a little bit. Back you it up. Do back it two. up. <laughs> one, you should just do a walkthrough on the platform, so just understanding Facebook Business Manager, how to set it up, what's the difference between Facebook Business Manager and Ad Manager, just so that you can navigate it on your own. It's a, it, it, it can be quite daunting to walk into, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie about that. It, it is a large platform it's got a lot of different moving parts. There's a lot of, there's different language used that can be kind of confusing. But the benefit is if you do that, and you do a little crash course in analytics, you can go back and see what's working. So as you mentioned, Jen, like organic on Facebook, we're, we're past that. Yeah, we're, I mean, you know. we can,
0: <laughs> let's, let's just all understand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And so there's little things you can do beyond running campaigns. For example, if a post is performing well, you can throw 10 bucks behind it and boost it. But what did that really work for you? And like, what does it mean to have a successful campaign? Having that little understanding of reading your analytics, I think would be, Super helpful because we'll if if we're running your campaigns we'll we'll provide a report for you at the end of every month and we'll walk you through what what uh, the important analytics are and what they mean. But then we're going to leave you with that report. So you're you know we might run your ads for a month or two months and as Jen said, love to run them all year long for you. But <laughs> we understand we <laughs> how budget works. We understand. So you know after that time, if you're like, oh, I really want to do my own, and you go back. Could you actually read those analytics? Could you actually understand what's successful for you and what looks like a good campaign and what your goals are, right? So if you're learning analytics, you can, you'll also learn like, what types of campaigns there are and what the goals behind them are. So are your goals just to get 10,000 views on YouTube? Well, that looks a lot different than 10,000 people subscribing to your page. So just understanding the the nuances of that. Again, Facebook blueprint is free. The courses are really well laid out for them.
0: Also, just I would like to point out, uh, the internet is free. Yeah, YouTube's a great place. So (laughs) what I do when I don't know something is I Google it. And then, you know, often many videos for me to watch or articles to read. And, you know, I can educate myself about things I don't know.
1: It's so true, especially if you had that little key line, like for musicians. Mm-hmm. So I found, you know, when I was first getting into YouTube ads, just like Googling YouTube ads for musicians and watching YouTube videos about it when I was first dabbling into it, it was like people like crazy thing, Jen, people post information on the internet that you can find out. So it's crazy. (laughs) And there's videos to watch. And then, and there's people that can explain it. There's some people that can explain it better than others. You might have to fish a bit, but you'll always find the answers you're looking for. And honestly, at the end of the day, ads is about testing. Yeah. You test what works, right. And then you either replicate it, you fix it and you do it again. It's like anything. If you're learning how to play guitar, you practice, 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 same thing with your ads, right? So you're not going to run your first one and be, you know, when you're learning how to do ads for the very first time and you're like, I'm an ad master. That's not going to be how it is, but that's not how it is with anything. So I think it's just really what I would say is just becoming just basically familiar with the platforms, Googling it. There's lots and lots and lots and lots of free stuff to find out all about this kind of stuff and trying it on your own. If you have a little budget to throw at it, just, just try it. And what you'll start to see is you'll start to be able to actually look at those analytics. You know, Google, especially values history. So the more you're running campaigns, the more Google can understand your listeners and people who like your, your music, whatever genre you may be in. So it's, it's always great just to get your feet wet in it. Honestly, like you could just throw 10, $20. Like I'm not saying throw hundreds of dollars away to learn this. I know we're all busy. We all got jobs. We're all,
0: you know, we know.
1: We're we're musicians. You know, we know, we understand. But honestly, just getting behind it and and throwing a few dollars at it just to just to learn is the best way. And then, if you do hire us to do your ads, it's you just know you you know what we're going. You can understand better what we're going to do for you, and you can really understand what what we've done. So when you look back at what we've done over the last month, you can really get a sense of what worked and get a sense of what you're looking for. So the next time you go to run one, you have a baseline of like, oh, that was great. I want to do that again. So you can replicate or do something similar. Totally.
0: Yeah, I I do find that a lot of the time, you know, when we provide the information or do strategy calls for the digital advertising, that sometimes, you know, we have this thing with Danielle, whenever Danielle is fast talking, I have to step in and uh, just like, you know, i'm going to talk for danielle right now yeah real or back because danielle just is always talking in jargon and you know sometimes it can i just see the eyes glaze over sometimes you know and you don't have to have the glazed overlook people because you can find the information and and then you'll know what we're talking about (laughs) and yeah you know and also i mean This is all to say, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that, you know, we're not going to help you with any knowledge gaps or provide you with any information.
1: (laughs) Our onboarding, I think our onboarding package is pretty clear. You know, yeah. we always love to walk through, especially the tech side. Like if you're really, really lost um, when we say Facebook business manager, words like partner ID, if those what? things are lost <laughs> on you, we're not going to leave you. <laughs> 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 What's that? We're not going to leave you drowning, right? We're going to help you swim. We're going to help you figure that out. So, you know, we're not, we're not saying you have to learn it before you come to us, but it is, I think it is helpful. I think, especially as like a small artist jumping into the music industry, there's so many different areas that you have to navigate aside from social strategy, digital marketing, and PR, right? You're going to navigate booking. You're going to navigate management. You're going to navigate all those areas. And so having a bit of that jargon to walk into it will really prepare you to know what you're looking for as an artist and what you want. And so then when we're running campaigns and we're like, hey, what's your goal? You can say very confidently, I want This maybe I want ten thousand views on YouTube, or maybe I want this. So it really helps us work with you, and it helps us to run successful campaigns with you, and help you, you know, help you grow as an artist, really. And and we're always there to help.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're hiring us for a service. You're not hiring us to educate you, right? So I mean, that's the. I think that's the overall point. Like, we're happy to provide that information, but. You're going to get more out of us if you know what we're doing.
1: Yeah. It's so true. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, You know, I'm just going to (laughs) say it would be.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because, I mean, you only have us for so much time. And if we're spending all of our time just setting it up, it's going to take. Your time runs
0: up. Your time's going to run out quick.
1: Yeah. Your time's (laughs) going to run out. So I'm helping us help you by, you know, getting your feet wet in that and realizing, like, the jargon isn't as scary as it As Danielle makes
0: it sound. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> poor Danielle. I'm just gonna, you know, throw Danielle under the bus on, on our she interview.
1: To and like, "What the?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll find out if she listens or not. Eh? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right. You know, we work in an industry where where things change so quickly day to day and from week to week. It's just like it. I mean, I know you know. It's so hard to stay on oh top God. of everything. I'm wondering where you you know see things heading in the next year or so like uh are we still going to be creating consuming all of the tiktoks or like what wh- <laughs> like i think so yes but mm-hmm. like where do you see, yeah where, if you were like gonna try and predict it where do you say see things heading like social media wise for musicians
1: yeah i think we're gonna start seeing tiktoks what i think we're gonna start seeing with tiktok is tiktok really improve um its analytic and ad platform so like anything you will start to see more ads come through but like tiktok's been saying since day one don't make ads make tiktoks so i think what we're going to start to see is more musicians more more brands coming on to tiktok and really drawing that line between what is advertising and what is creating and content creation on tiktok i think is going to be huge yeah. so i think it's something to get into now so you're used to it you've got your niche and i think tiktok is going to be completely you know what's popular on tiktok today is going to be different tomorrow but it going to be especially true for later and they're advancing so many different tools for musicians. So I think that there's going to be really neat ways to share your music on TikTok, to make music with folks on TikTok, to expand that community. I don't see Instagram losing power. No, I think it it's it's just it just it's just it's a mainstay. And so I think that that's there, but I do see Facebook just moving into paid space oh my god you know what we should
0: talk about right now is What's we happened? have a we have a gen z artist who oh, uh yes. we discovered isn't on facebook at all like does not have a person a Doesn't personal have a page personal
1: facebook. i was <laughs> and i honestly i felt i felt like i was showing my age of it because i was like i was trying to ask her the difference between her personal page and her business page i was trying to ask her the name difference like if there was like if she was under... Like
0: if she had them named differently. Yeah,
1: sorry. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes people personal Facebook aren't their real names. So I was yeah. trying to gather whether her personal Facebook was under her name or her musician or whatever it was. And she was like, "I." she couldn't answer me. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so I was like, I, just, I was thinking to myself, like, I don't want to over explain this. I feel like I'm kind of being a little bit of an a-hole at the moment. Like, I was like, okay, so again, you're thinking... And then she's like, oh, you know, I just don't have a Facebook page. And I... <laughs>
0: And you were like, what I took a minor pause. So I was
1: like, oh okay. I mean, I guess you wouldn't have had ever had one. Like I guess like when you were in high school that wasn't the cool. Th- okay.
0: I mean, which it all totally makes sense. Yeah, like, totally when you when you think it through, it totally yeah. makes sense, but it was just shocking information for all of us.
1: <laughs> it was shocking information. I, Once I heard it, after about 30 seconds, I was like, yeah, of course you don't. Like, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm a lame old person. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I come from the MySpace days, so I... Dude, here's... My story of MySpace is
0: this. I wouldn't leave MySpace to go to Facebook because I loved it so much. Me
1: too. I was like... Facebook is I was like this isn't gonna last how could it possibly like the profiles are nowhere near as cool like I just
0: I just dude I just did it it was like me and Tom and you left I
2: (laughs) guess because
1: (laughs) I was there till like the end and then when when my friends were like oh I haven't signed on in like a week or something and Ben stopped posting on it I was like oh I okay I I guess I'll leave. Oh, right! Like it was—that
0: <laughs> was me too. I just days. did it. I loved MySpace. Oh, I loved so MySpace. Much.
1: What a and what a great concept! I really enjoyed that uh, social space. So thanks, Tom. Just if you're out there. Yeah,
0: we we do appreciate Tom. Yeah. For, for that. Yes, definitely.
1: <laughs> um yes but anyway (laughs) anyway i digress again um yeah i think instagram's a mainstay it's just fantastic it's a great way to like there's just so many options for you to connect with folks and talk to them directly and promote your music in unique ways and be on it as a person and a musician i just think it's fantastic and also you know yeah facebook i think is just we're gonna just see the ads and i think I know that everybody's playing around in this audio space right now. I'm going to be that person who I don't think it's going to stick around. I listen, I don't either. Yeah. I think once people start to hang out in person again and remember what that was like, I think it was a, I think it was one of those blips. I
0: agree with that. Like I will dip into clubhouse from time to time, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it doesn't hold my attention like, Unless it's something that I'm very interested in. Right. If, it's a, if I, if I go into a room, which is a topic that I, I'm interested in, you know, in hearing, but the problem is, is you're, t- you have to do it at a specific time and I can't go back and hear it if I missed it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's. I don't see how that's
1: useful. Yeah. And I know that, you know, we're going to see, I know um, Facebook is testing theirs right now and Twitter is testing spaces and stuff. And we are going to see a number. We all got to try, you know, when someone makes something like when TikTok came out, reels had to happen, you know, so everyone's going to try it. And so I think, you know, Spaces might be a cool addition to Twitter. Twitter hasn't really updated. In- Twitter
0: friggin' stories, or whatever they call
1: – what do they call their stories again? I, can't I I'm so sorry, I can't remember. I I saw that, and I was like, oh, oh okay.
0: <laughs> you, it. you know what I don't need on Twitter? Stories. stories
1: similarly to linkedin when i saw linkedin stories i was like i'm not going to watch yeah
0: this. No, like we definitely yeah, we don't am.
1: so yeah don't recommend that um but but it's, it's neat to see twitter actually start to develop something and twitter spaces could be cool because it's more of a curated um you have curated followers and you maybe built like a following on there so that might be a neat place to be because clubhouse it's only available obviously to ios users yeah. and it's only the people who are on it but that being said, there's they're trying to create more um, creator opportunities. So I I just I I have a hard time seeing it continue. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I think for artists, you know, having a Facebook page to be able to run ads is gonna be really key. That, but, but that's student, really
0: all that's really all you need to know. <laughs>
1: like I, I think that's really it. And you know, obviously like needs to look good, like your page. But other than that, I don't I just think Facebook it's it's out it's outgrown its organic welcome and in the space and i think what's neat about tiktok is I, I think a lot of people think it is a lot of gen z but there are a number of millennials on there too the generations on tiktok are widespread and so there's there's really interesting niches on there and there's really cool stuff that they're developing and so i just see tiktok i see tiktok and instagram being the number ones for that and yeah, yeah i they're they're not going to lose any. Steam. I don't think so. Yeah, I totally. I don't think agree. so. And I think you know, there's just going to be more neat ways to make TikToks once folks are back and able to see each other again. I think there's just going to be. I'm I'm interested to see you know once people start going back to co- concerts what? Um, when that happens. <laughs> when that happens uh if you didn't hear what i said i said concerts but i cried a little um <laughs> i think it'll be it'll be need to see what they bring like they, they bring to the platform and how they're able to do that and they're and they're just keeping up with the times like everything that instagram and tiktok is putting out is like a really cool and people are using so yeah I, yeah
0: in yeah. fact you know what if uh there's any musicians listening right now what i would do if i were you is google tiktok for musicians and just Get a grasp on how it works. Go on TikTok, follow, get, get tapped into music TikTok. There's a whole like total niche of music industry. Yeah. You can learn tips. You can learn about things. Like th- there is, I mean. I can, we love TikTok, so I can go on and on.
1: <laughs> oh, I love, yeah, I love TikTok. And it, and also like, I think people, you know, it is easy to make videos, but your first few won't, like you do need to get into the hang of it. Yeah. And, and there are different things you can do. There's lots of different, whether you're wedding with someone, or stitching with someone or, you know, using the different filters, figuring out what sounds are popular, figuring out what filters people are using, all those kinds of things and jumping onto trends quickly, all that kind of stuff and curating your feed. It takes some work, so getting on it in early and even just being a watcher, which is what I know, do, figuring out what TikTok's
0: yeah, I'm a watcher. <laughs>
1: exactly, you get- and you can learn so much from that. You know, and then when you start making your own videos and you start dabbling into it, um your first few are going to be terrible. But then you'll get better. Like, you're just going to keep getting better and you're going to keep finding what works for you and what people like to see from you. And you'll be able to figure out how to build your music in there um, really well and really organically. So that, again, that authenticity goes through that, that string has to go through every platform. Yeah. So you have to be, you have to pull it in through TikTok as well. And I thought, I think it's really neat. Like, I think it's fun to see different people's personalities come through on yeah. TikTok. Like, Jesse Reyes is someone that. comes to mind i don't know if you saw her latest video yes great yeah um but just like seeing that come through and that like feeling like i just like i didn't really understand how funny jesse reyes was like i didn't know that she was like such a like goofy fun person but just like feeling like I don't know Jesse Reyes. I'm not, you know what I mean? But feeling that connection with that and just being able to have so, so, so much fun with it. So I think it's just like, you don't have to, you know, you can find what's trending and definitely hop onto it. But finding where you shine and finding, you know, what makes you stand out on the platform is what's really going to make it successful for you.
0: No, and that's, and then also, it's important to know that find your platform, maybe TikTok's not for you. Sure, yeah like you know my best example of that is alt country artist Jason Isbell is like slays on twitter yeah. that's where that's totally. that's where he lives and that's for him and it's because he's hilarious Um, So the same thing, I didn't know he was funny. But, (laughs) you know, so, you know, play to your strengths. If you're a master of writing jokes, as he is, then go to Twitter, like that's Twitter, you will
1: shine. (laughs) And that's the thing is like, when one of the things when we, uh, when we start strategy is that's why we we ask the question, what platforms are you on? But the second question we ask is, what are your favorites? Because At the end of the day, the platform you enjoy being on is also the one you're going to be most successful on. So if you tell me that you have a Snapchat, a TikTok, an Instagram, a Facebook, and a Twitter, but you tell me that Instagram is the one that you're really excited about, well, we're going to not ignore the other platforms, but we're definitely going to pay a bit more attention to how we can utilize Instagram better for you and how we can build that better into your strategy. So there are are accounts you definitely should have. I would say Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are the three.
0: Just have a Twitter, please. Yeah. Place, people <laughs> Yes, yes,
1: and a Facebook page and an Instagram account, hundred percent. You know, TikTok is is a maybe, but but it, you know, honestly, it wouldn't be bad just to have one so you can watch? But well, like I because do, it's fun. But <laughs> that's that's a yeah. But you know, you'll tell which platforms people enjoy best, so you'll be able to see, you know, yeah. and what shines through for you.
0: That's right. All right. So now I think it's probably a good time to uh, move on over to our fresh content segment. Every week on the show, we discuss our favorite piece of music content for the week, and we always like to start with the guest. So, Phoenix, what have you got for us? Well,
1: um, I won't talk about Little Nas X again.
0: Well, just by the way, okay. stand by. I'm
1: excited. I had a feeling you might, so I found another one. I did. You knew. Um, <laughs> there is a R&B artist, Umi, U-M-I. That I adore. She has a new EP out right now called Introspection Reimagined. So just the fact that she was releasing an EP, I was really excited. But one thing I really, really enjoyed she did, she did two things. Um, One, she did a user-generated content campaign on Instagram. So uh, user-generated content, what that means is that your fans, folks that follow you, create content that you can then share on your platform. So... She lives in a big city, so this makes it easier. She's also, you know, semi-famous, so this also helps. But um, she put posters up in L.A. and New York with her album cover, just like album coming soon all over the city and encouraged her fans to take a picture of them with the poster and send it to her. And she sent five fans personalized letters with t-shirts for the ones that she liked best. So I thought that was really cool. So she able she gathered content for herself and for, you know, to up her album campaign. Stuff
0: that's shareable, right? Stuff yeah, Stuff that's
1: shareable. But then she really personalized it. So of course, everyone was, um, and she posted one of her in front of, like kind of doing a fun face in front of one of the posters. So that was really neat because it added this personalized touch. And on top of that, you can text her. She has an SMS campaign running a text campaign. So I'm not sure if she's the one texting you back. But that's amazing. So there's a phone number in her profile. And I imagine she is, you know, or she at least wrote it. So you know, the magic of social media. That's right. (laughs) You know, so yeah, so she has this thing. So you can text her and chat. And it's really cool. Like, I just thought that was a really neat way to connect with fans that I didn't see a lot of musicians doing and help promote a new EP. And I just thought it was super neat. It's also a great
0: EP. Yeah, there's two sides to it. It's good shareable content, right? So people just give you good shareable content. That's great. And then you also get to have that direct connection with your fans, which is something that, you know, not only is that great for the fan, but they will talk about it and tell other people, which is also good. (laughs)
1: yeah so fun because you know someone has to take a picture of them in front of the posters so you've already got that conversation going everybody's sharing it everybody's listening to your records so i just thought it was like a neat way to get folks involved that wasn't just like share my song i have a
0: new single oh by the way my new (laughs) single. like and
1: save on spotify yeah
0: Yeah. pre-save (laughs) pre-save Oh, God. Anyway. All right. So as predicted, uh, my fresh content is Lil Nas X. Lil.
1: Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. (laughs) Lil
0: Nas X. Because as you know, Phoenix, I love him. His new single, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, is amazing. So is the video. And mostly his social rollout of the single and video was truly one of the greatest things I have ever witnessed in my whole music career. (laughs) It i would just like to say that was
1: flawless and also i just i was at a complete loss for words on how good it was and i'm still lost for words like there i have nothing was, i honestly he is basically the king of the internet yeah he won the internet i don't it's just—it was just the most well-executed rollout, and there were so many layers. So many layers, like song and video. Okay, great. Satan sneakers with a drop of blood. No problem. Just throwing that out there. Then he gets sued by Nike, which I honestly don't think he anticipated, but worked out though. <laughs> worked out. And then just the TikTok um, challenges that have come from it, and then just him on Twitter. Just basically just, just can't. basically like i think he knew what was going to happen when he dropped that video or at least had some inkling
0: oh of course he like you you can't the, make yeah. that video without knowing how, wh- the exact reaction you're you're going to get yeah. from you know oh my god from you know conservative america <laughs>
1: So from conservative america from moms like it was just like a whole but he and he, he was ready for it so he he dropped the video knew that was coming at least there was going to be there was going to be clap back from the video there's going to be clapback from the shoes and he was just he's flawlessly and seamlessly was ready to go dude uh, every single everything. response every single tweet
0: was perfect my favorite one of his was i've had nine months to plan this you're not gonna win <laughs> Yeah, that so which I was just like, yeah, mic drop. You're done. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm the king of Twitter, so you're
1: also not going to win because I'm the king of friggin' Twitter. Like, (laughs) yeah. And he he he, and he knew in advance that he was going to like. It was just all so well prepared. He just didn't even need. He didn't even need to try. Really, like obviously it was planned, and obviously a lot of thought went into it. But it was executed as if there wasn't which is the thing the thing that was the most brilliant about it
0: but he has always been that way on twitter specifically he is somebody that understands that platform like completely Mm -hmm. completely yeah (laughs) and oh yeah he knows how to use it to his benefit and he's just amazing at clapbacks he was a barb so he he knows right so he just knows anyway Let's bow down to to Lil Nas X. Yeah,
1: bow down to Lil Nas X. Um,
0: (laughs) Anyway, if for some reason you live under a rock uh, and you've never heard Lil Nas X's new song, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, it's available on all your uh, favorite streaming platforms and the video on YouTube. You know, highly recommend.
2: Yeah,
1: I would highly, highly. Yeah, the video is the best thing. It's like I can't like
0: I have watched it so many times now because it gives me so much pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm like, I and think it, I'm going <laughs> to watch it again. <laughs> but that, that ending will get you every time. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs> I, I was, I didn't expect it the first time I watched it. So if you haven't seen it, you're in for a treat.
0: I know. I was like, Ooh, spicy.
1: All right. Yeah. All right. It's going to take we... a lot for to top that, but yeah, yeah. I think we've, I think
0: we've got <laughs> <laughs> We've gone on a little long here, Phoenix. <laughs> this is like my Mike Devlin interview. <laughs> it's the Victoria thing, I think. Yeah. There's something.
1: <laughs> There's something we're just, we're just trying yeah. to... Well, I mean, the most of it's going to be about little <laughs> no I mean, I should I just was, do
0: one all yeah. about little no sex. <laughs> I
1: knew you were going to bring it up as your choice, so I, I was specifically... Well, I was thinking, it. wouldn't it be funny if we both had the same one? <laughs> Well and I, I actually have a note next to me because I'm terrible with names. So I was like, I'm gonna forget her EP name. We're gonna be talking and I'm gonna be like So I wrote underneath, if she doesn't say it, bring up little Nazis. <laughs> so
2: oh, thanks Phoenix. Got you got always you. have my back, man.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We gotta wrap this up now. <laughs> Thank you again. Thanks so much for, for joining us and uh, have a good night. You too.
1: Have a good night. <laughs>
0: or date. I don't even know when you people are listening. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Doesn't matter. (laughs) Bye. Yay! Phoenix is the best, right? I had so much fun doing that interview. I really hope you liked it. Thanks so much for listening to the FM podcast. If you like the show, please tell your friends and give us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts we'd really appreciate it. The FM podcast is produced by Fritz Media. If you want to learn more about Fritz Media, check out our website at fritzmedia.ca. And you can follow us on Facebook, we're at Fritz Media, and on Instagram and Twitter at Fritz media. And if you want to learn more about the podcast, just head on over to thefmpodcast.com. And thank you to Said the Whale for providing us the theme music of the show. Okay, so we're going to go out with our song of the week this week. And this one is from Fritz Media artist Carolina East. From her brand new album, Soaked in Whiskey, which will be out this summer. This is Hunger.
3: I watched that clock, knowing that our time is almost up. Hold me tighter, but it's not enough No, it's never enough, never enough I'll pack my stuff in a minute, but before I go Tell me, when does this become much more? Cause I always want more, I always want more Just a little bit, just a little bit Just a little bit longer Just a little drink Till we're a little bit A little bit drunker Cause that's when you tell me things for five more minutes on the telephone don't leave like this no don't leave like this don't leave like this just a little bit just a little bit just a little bit longer just a little drink till we're a little bit a little bit drunker because that's when you tell me things by inch, but I will take that mind. cause without it, I'm not satisfied, no, I'm not satisfied, I'm not satisfied, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit longer, oh. can't get enough can't get enough can't get enough can't get enough insatiable 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 can't get enough 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 insatiable insatiable insatiable
2: bye i'll see you next tuesday